Today is July 20th, little midweek episode here as we wait for the Yankees to start a fun and scary six-game stretch as it may determine what they do at the deadline. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd Jake. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talkin' Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy, his name is Jake, and in the corner we got producer BBD. It's episode number 628 of Talkin' Yanks. How about that? That's pretty crazy. Jake, how are you doing? James, Big Baby David, everyone live in the chat. And everyone not live, doing well, man. Uh, Off day yesterday for the Yanks. A lot going on. Jimmy's first night in his new house, everybody. Love making. Um, and yeah, man, I, I don't know. I'm, it's still this weird post-All-Star break where we did so much, and then you go right into a Red Sox series with all the Covey stuff, and it's on the weekend that, you know, we haven't, haven't had a regular weeknight 7 p.m. baseball game in a minute. So I'm pretty excited for that. Um, and these Phillies games, you know I hate the two-game interleaguers because just it feels like nothing gets resolved and, you know, both teams would handshake with a split. But, man, I, I think these Philly games are important because <laughs> Red Sox and Tampa, and the more I think about those games, those are going to be tough. The more I think about the Red Sox and Tampa games, the more I think the Yankees are going to treat these Phillies games the same way they treated the Tiger series. And we're going to get into that at the end of the episode. A little bit of uh, lineup Ooh. guesses and rotation guesses. Biggest guess the lineup episode we've ever had. Stay tuned. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so I'm a little more very worried about these two against Philly as I do think um, these next six games, the two against Philly and the four against the Red Sox, drastically change the types of trades this team is going to make, where I don't think they're going to trade for a single guy uh, that's a rental or even a year, this year plus another year. That's okay. Gallo, right? Like just So you uh, think it's rentals only then? No. Okay. I think it's multiple-year guys that so barely help this Gallo year. types. No. You say they won't even go for guys who will just help next year also. Like it would be like you need people more than this yes, year, next and year. not and then not studs. It's more the drury tri- type where oh we're gonna have him for three years yeah, and he like might be we kind of like yes okay we're, but, be but, the, but better bat than Lo Castro okay. and multiple players and they're gonna say you know these guys may help us this year but at least we got them for the next two or three as well. Gotcha. That's the that's the lane I think we're gonna land in. Now if they go six for six and then they beat up the Rays as well or even you know win. How many is eight games and three against the race? So 11. They go seven for 11 here somehow with this squad. Right. Then maybe the Gallows are on the board, in my opinion, where they're like, yeah, we're going to get a guy that's going to help a lot this year. And the main reason we're getting him is to help this year. I don't think we're close to that right now. Well, and I think that that just shows the importance that you're saying the difference in this next week of baseball is Brian Cashman trading for a Brandon Drury type or trading for a Joey Gallo type. And that's where... That's where I do think they'll treat these Philly games slightly different. If they can, we're going to talk about the pitching a little bit, so they might not be able to treat these Phillies games all that different. Although, oh, Ambergy officially on the IL. Oh my God. Uh, they've called up Florial because he's the only position player on the 40-man. <laughs> Look at, after all that. That's funny. We had a long conversation pre-show about, yeah. about Florial. Boone kind of went danced around saying they didn't want to bring Florial up because they don't want to rush him. I think he, I think Florio will get the por- the park treatment and just not play. They didn't want to call Park up. It was very yeah. clear they didn't want to call him up, and it's even more clear now they're acting like they don't want to play him. And I think Florio and Park will just be bench pieces until there's health. Seen Florio two MLB games, he gets a hit. Yeah, one for three in both of them. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm interested to see because 
with the Red Sox and Tampa series coming up. Two of the better teams in baseball this year. And Phillies, I mean, they're positioned eerily similar to the Yankees right now, except in a lesser division. Man, if they win the two against the Phillies, that allows you to go three and four against Boston and Tampa, and you survived it. Because after the trade deadline, the schedule does clear up a little bit. But man... If you get knocked in this Philly series, like, again, they're just doing the tight wire app. White, high wire act. I don't want to say the name. We won't say the name. We're having a nice day today. But high wire act. And the Phillies could be the breeze that blows it over. Yeah. Or they could be the stick that helps you do it, from what I've seen. Or God. Hey. What was that reference to? Nick Wanda. Come on. You did it. You know you did. I kind of did. When I hear the word tightrope, I, I actually think of that song by, what's her name, Janelle? Monet? Monet. Love her. You got the tip on the tightrope. Just dancing all cool in the video. Tip on the tightrope. sounded like it. It's a good song. Where could you bet on the next Nick Willenda falling prop bet? That seems mean-spirited. Falling to his death or just falling? No, falling in love. Oh. With God again. You can bet it for that. I, I think DraftKings might start having those available. We'll see. Do they put odds? If Nick Willenda wants to tightrope walk across the Grand Canyon again, can DraftKings put odds on that? Why not? I'd, I'd assume they'd put, they could put a line out well, on like, seems, how about they do like time a, how, it takes. It seems morally corrupt for thinking. him to be falling to his death and everyone cheering at a Maybe bar. Maybe you don't have to bet on that. Maybe it's like how quickly does he get across or how many times does he say Jesus. Jesus the word or, Jesus yeah. in it. Why are we talking about this guy? BBD brought him up, but now it's kind of like. Well, right now, DraftKings is not doing Nick Willenda's shit. They are doing Olympics. America, the top athletes are in Tokyo competing for the gold. DraftKings has a medal-worthy offer just for our listeners. Wow. Mm. Huge. If you hear this anywhere else, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Place any pre-event wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if America wins any medals this year. They got to win one. Not even gold. We're just talking any medal. They should change it to gold. Who cares about the others? Place any pre-event wager of $1. I take that back. I do care about the others. Sometimes you get silver. That doesn't mean you're a failure. Oh, dude, silver would be really cool. It depends circumstance. Okay. If that was your one shot, then you're like. What if you're going up against the best in the history of the world? What if you're just, like, young, though? Like, in the next one, it's like, okay, I got the silver. There's some sports where, like, you're kind of only really going to get one shot. Right. Silver. Silver hurts. Could be a little it's still bit cool to go to the Olympics and come back with silver. I know there's. I like, don't want those people to be ashamed. Like it doesn't matter. No, they sh- oh, they shouldn't. But in be. the moment, that could be tough. Like I know that if that's your think, one shot, your one opportunity. Oh, you're not go, celebrating on the podium. Opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better. They they, they say like that thing with like bronze winners come out much happier than silver winners. I feel like Ruko used to tweet about Maybe. Eminem all the time, and he's kind of pulled back on that. We should give him a little bump. Okay. Well, download the top order DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBO when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if America wins a medal. About as easy as it's going to get there. That's code JOMBO to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, PA only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eminem and our kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Similar. Similar. Let's go to the sharp stats because this is going to be uplifting. Hey, guys. What's up? Sharp stats. I'm here after a nice all-star break. All right. So a few weeks ago, we talked about cluster luck as one of the reasons why the Yankees weren't scoring a lot of runs because basically they just weren't sequencing their hits very well. And so related to that is something that I want to talk about today, and I think that's basically the cause of it is the black holes in the Yankees lineup. So what's a black hole? So what I did is I looked at the Yankees' production at each position in the order, so first, second, third, cleanup, whatever, and then I compared that to other teams' cleanup hitters, number three hitters, number six hitters, whatever. Um, 
And then what I defined as a black hole is being 15% worse than league average uh, in OPS. So did all that, did all the math, crunch, crunch, crunch. And the Yankees have three lineup order positions that are worse than 15% of the league average Sixth in OPS. And those lineup positions, first, fourth, and sixth. Yeah, that's basically the definition of a rally killer. <laughs> but I went a little bit further. I wanted to look at it in terms of in Yankee history. How many times have they ever had three lineup positions that have been 15% worse than league average in OPS? Now, we're comparing to the league average, so this is going to kind of, you know, um, say for, uh, for all the different errors. So I just looked at in the DH era, though, because, you know, nine one pitchers were hitting. That doesn't really count. And only two other times in the DH era have the Yankees had three of these black hole lineup order positions. That was in 2013 and 1990. And, folks, you don't ever want to be compared to anything in Yankees history that has to do with 2013 and 1990. Look it up. All right. Talk to you guys next week. I like that. It's a great addition to the cluster luck stat we heard from from last uh, Sharp Stats when Katie called in, and she said that, you know, grouping all your good headers together is actually beneficial yeah, in a much smarter, more scientist, uh, data-driven way. So when you find out that the three batting orders that you have really bad hitters – 15% below league average. If I were to show you a league average slash line right now, if you were to show the average Ooh. fan the league average slash line, they'd say, that dude sucks. Can you find that? Um, I can get somewhere around that. Uh, I mean, the the easiest example we have as of right now is that Rugnet Odor has a 103 OPS plus right now. So... In OPS standards, Rugnet Odor has been a better-than-league-average hitter. Um, to get batting average on base... 241, so it's right now, and right now the average slash line is a 241 batting average, a 316 on base percentage, a 404 slugging, and a 720 OPS. That's the league average. So if you were to look at those stats, you'd be like, that guy's not really having a great year. No. And we're talking the Yankees have three spots in the order that are 15% below that. And the spots are one, four, and six. Yeah. So you're taking away all the cluster. Goodness. I mean, you got if the two and three hitters combined for a hit and a home run. The five-hole hitters on an island. Trapped. 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 Does our, do our five-hole hitters have any RBIs or runs scored? None. Because there's not zero. Zero. And then, uh, yeah, the six-hole hitter, we've talked about that a lot. That's where they put on purpose their bad hitter because they'd rather stretch the lineup out and put a better hitter seven and a worse hitter six, which is bizarre. Um, yeah, that's not good. That is not good. Um, man, makes sense. It's felt like that. Um, and, yeah, I know I know. one of these episodes we stumbled into, stumbled into this idea a little bit. I think I, I was going rank the positions by OPS so far this year. And, yeah, it's 6-1-4. Our, our six hitters this year... <laughs> If you're batting six for the New York Yankees this year, you're hitting 185 with a 255 on base and a 601 OPS. Bad. Bad, bad. That's so bad. The four hole is one of the black holes, correct? Correct. Yeah. So Stanton is the guy you think of there. I think it's, he has an 871 OPS in the four hole this year. So it's literally anytime it's been someone besides him. So just so people don't. Yeah, he's, it's he's been, been bad up lately, for a though. while. It's actually, it's been... Yeah, this past series, he was second. Gio got the same amount of at-bats there, uh, basically. Gio's got 128 at-bats in the four-hole, and Stanton has 137. Um, 
And then Glaber has 48. I think what's happening in the four hole, because none of them are atrocious, is that the other four hole hitters across the league are, yeah. are good, good. Right. They're like above average. They're like good, good. You know? They're one guy, of the three best players on the A guy team. you know on the opposing team yeah. is their four hole hitter. And yeah, I feel what it was for a little bit, it was since the four hole spots can kind of missing. It was whoever got hot lower in the lineup, like, got shot up. Like, oh, Gio's been pretty good. Should we bat him four? And then I think they've gone into a funk from there. So, or at least didn't keep that up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it all makes sense. But those are the old Yankees, you know. We've got a new squad here. Whole new squad, a lot of new faces. And I heard I heard someone say we were at the stadium on what was that Thursday? No, Sunday. I have no Sunday. idea what what day anything is, because uh, the All Star game felt like a weekend, but it was actually a Monday and a Tuesday. So I've been messed up since then. But I heard someone at the stadium say Greg Allen's the best of all these rookies that just got called up. Yeah, sure is. And I I was like, ooh, okay. So there's a lot of new faces. And I think we wanted to do, like, meet the Yankees a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we can put some time on the clock. But, you know, uh, we're talking about how this is a somewhat important stretch here coming up. And some of the names, yeah, mom and dad, grandma, sister, brother, cousin that don't watch every day, you might have to let them know who these guys are. I would. Yes. Grab your mom. Grab your cousins, all of them. And say, hey. I just sent you some cushy dreams. It's 100% legal, Mom. Get off my ass. Let's learn about who the new Yankees are while we all enjoy cushy dreams. Now, Jim, when you're learning about these new Yankees, would you rather relax, create, hustle, be peaceful, have energy, or dream? I'd rather... Create and dream together. Okay, so like, you can do that. Like, we're going to create dreams. You can do that. Is that the two we have? God is so good today, Nick Walenda. Uh Go to cushydreams.com. Yeah, I guess you could just put that in a bowl and light it up on fire. We love Cushy Dreams. You guys know they've been with us for a little while. Um, Pre-roll joints and... Little tins of eighths. They got the eighths right there. And, man, uh, they've been so cool. Try it out. Like, it can change your life. It can help you sleep. It can help you relax. Uh, If you got some pains and aches, CBD, it's the real deal. And Cushy Dreams has been with us for a while now. Promo code YANKS, 20% off your next order as you learn about these new Yanks. Yeah. All right, let's do it. So, I'll I'll go through... I want to land on Allen and Lamar because I think those are the most interesting Ooh, conversations. Okay. We were going to do Trey Ambergie. He's been on the show before. His yeah. name is actually Tommy Wayne Ambergie the third. So they call him Trey, and he was teammates with Trey Turner in high school, the two Trays. Go listen to that old interview. He joined yeah. us on in the middle of the offseason. Yeah. And it actually – I shouldn't be that surprised. It's a good interview. But some of the stuff was pretty eye-opening, like about the Yankees organization and some of the communication stuff. And Trey Amberg, he's like, yeah, I haven't heard it from anyone in like eight months. Yeah. And we're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> How is that not one guy's job to check in on dudes? Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, go. Well, I think we the episode before, we were just talking. We found out he was they were teammates, the two Trays, and we like started romanticizing that. And then we yeah. just DM'd him and said, do you want to come on? So and that's a fun one. But he's hurt now. The biggest so thing about Trey Amberg was his chin. Maybe the most powerful chin I've seen on a baseball wow. field. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, Chris Gittens, he's Gittins. been up. You saw him in spring training, hard hitting. Chris Gittens, he is 27 years old. He's from Sherman, Texas. Mm. He had his first big league home run in Buffalo. Actually, he almost hit the first one. They called it a home run. Then it was foul. Then he hit his next one. Um, I think you kind of know who he is. He's got raw power, and he, he's going to play first. For a little bit? It's kind of, if we're being honest, it's probably righty Mike Ford. We know what the Yankees like. When Chris Gittins connect with it, it goes. He also takes a lot of walks. When he's not doing one of those two things, um, yeah. Looks like he was teammates with uh, Kyle Crick. 
Ooh. Pirates relief pitcher. <gasps> wow. Trade for Crick. Crick in the neck. Hoy June Park. How do you nice. say the June? Is it June? Is it Jun? I believe it's June. I'll see if they have the pronunciation. They don't have they it don't, in there. Yeah. Um, Hoy Jun Park. Hoy Jin Park. Hoy Jun Park. He Jun? also he also told beat reporters he can go by Hoy Park. Oh. Um, Hoy Park. But we're a name pod, so we want to get it. He's right. from South Korea. The Yankees drafted him, I believe. In the South Korean players get drafted early. They're not different. They like you know, um, like Choi was came over when he was like seventeen, right? Like out of high school, they just get drafted. I'm trying to find that. He was Where signed as an amateur free agent, so he wasn't drafted. Signed as an that's amateur what I free meant. agent I that, in yeah. 2014. Yes. So that's pretty crazy when you think about it. He's been part. He's been part of the New York Yankees for seven years. Yes, at 19 years old. There's some scout that is so fingers crossed that he gets an actual chance. Can you imagine? Well, he's been... You're the South Korean Yankee scout, scout and you sign a kid seven years ago? Yeah. Um, like, the odds of that clicking are very thin. And that's not a shot. That's he, just numbers. He's been a middle infielder his whole time from 2015 to 2019. Hoy Park has been a middle infielder. A lot of games at shortstop and second base. It looks like from the start, they've rotated him at both uh, and not just one or the other. Uh, recently, they started playing him in the outfield a little bit this year because he was hitting really well, and the Yankees don't have any outfielders. And he never, um, it's a slow progression, his offensive stats. And I know looking at minor league offensive stats is kind of a dumb it's task. Tricky. Um, but Great like his first, league, first year where they were above average is 2018 at um, high A. And then in 2019 at double A, good stats, but nothing amazing. Good eye. Uh, but he took 2020 off, obviously, as every minor leaguer did. In 2021, he's been going crazy. Just absolutely nuts. In AAA this year, 325 batting average, 475 on base percentage, and a 541 slugging for a 1. OPS in AAA uh, with eight homers, uh, eight doubles, six stolen bases. How many walks? Because mm. that on base percentage is high. 43 walks. In 157 uh, at-bats, or uh, 206 plate appearances. More walks than strikeouts. Yeah. Something like those other years he said where he was, like, good. It was, like, his second year at those levels. Mm -hmm. Triple A's is his first time there. That's a good good point. Yeah. And, yeah, I think the other thing of note there is, and we did this a little bit on the recap episode, um, Chris Gittens is 27. He's he's a day younger than Rognit Odor. Uh, Park is 25, and again, 2020, that probably would have been a pivot year for him, you know, uh, if he got a full season of run and he looked like uh, the Park that we're seeing this year in AAA, like there would be some bigger conversations about him, but that's all part of this season is that, you know, guys in baseball break out at different points. So, yeah, when you look at his minor league numbers, you're kind of like, okay, you know, He's gotten on base at a good rate, plays a little middle infield. That's a formula to make it to the major leagues. Uh, If he found a little pop, uh, whether that was during the COVID year or got a little older, got a little old man strength in him, um, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, a left-handed hitter that if he can play middle infield and outfielder, that's that's a way to have an MLB career, but it does seem like the Yankees are going to be gun-shy to play him. Yeah, they seem gun-shy. It's not a lot of time at AAA. Uh, Cashman has a lot of quotes out there about overexposing guys and calling them up too quick and then ruining their um, development. He is 25, and it's been a while. Uh, My thoughts are with Geo gone and DJ's ability to play first base... and third, like, they could have started him. They haven't. They got him, Mm. gave him one pinch hit at bat. And if Geo, we know Geo's vaccinated, so if he gets two rapid tests and can come back before the 10 days, I think Park just right back down and, and keep killing it at AAA. Uh, so I, it, I wish they would give him some run. Mm. I'm not pining for it like some fans are because right. who knows who, who knows any of this, but it seems like the Yankees aren't 
uh, planning on giving him a ton of run. Yeah, and so Amberg, he just goes down with the injury, right? And Florial up. So Florial's up. So right now the bench, depending a given day, would be Brantley, Florial, Park, and Lamar slash Wade slash Greg Allen. <laughs> so there's a lot of names there. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the COVID guys come back. And because you're right, you know, I, you know, if Gio Urshela gets activated tomorrow, is Park the guy that goes down? At some point, they got to DFA all these guys. Well, not they Park. Did, they don't have to. If you were up for a 40 man guy, you can either you don't have to go through waivers or whatever to go back down for COVID stuff. But you're still on the 40 man. I think they're technically not on the 40 man, or they don't have to do the same waiver rules to come off it because they're on for a COVID guy. Okay, that's huge because so, right. it kind of it would really suck for them if now like yeah. like Amber he's got to get DFA'd next week. It really suck. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nineteen twenty. I'm counting. Twenty one. Twenty two. Twenty three. Twenty four. Twenty five. Twenty six. Twenty seven. Twenty eight. Twenty nine. Thirty. Thirty one. Thirty two. Thirty three. Thirty four. Thirty five. Thirty six. Thirty seven. Thirty eight. Thirty nine. Forty. Forty one. Forty two. Forty three. Forty four. Forty five. Forty six. Forty seven. Forty eight. Forty nine. Fifty. They have fifty guys mm. on the forty man roster right now. So that's why I that, that's it, including sixty guys. In, were already six, on the sixty. Well. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, let's see. There's only one of those. No, there's three. Sevy, Kluber, Hicks. Three. O'Day, is he moved over yet? Or does four. that give them a there, move? There's four. O'Day and Locastro can both be moved over. So and that I, and I think so that gets they it down. Have a spot available whenever they want. Okay. Well, if, if O'Day Doesn't and Locastro get moved over and they already have four on the 60 man, that's six, uh, which means they're at 44 guys. And hopefully those are all. COVID replacements like mm. Ambergie and Park Brantley and Brantley and they don't have to get DFA. This is really inside roster baseball. Like yeah. I'm probably losing a lot of people. But usually if you get called up and you get put on the 40 man, there's only two ways off the 40 man. DFA or trade. Yeah. Or retire. Yeah. That's off, and that's off that team. You'd still be on the 40 man for the next team. Yeah. Deal. So I, I, it would make sense that for COVID replacements, they don't have to go through that. Mm. Otherwise, Amberger would be fucked. You go from, yeah. go from or, really or good luck to some players to do see that as an opportunity. You'd go get you know? picked up somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think the group the Yankees have have a lot of people that would call immediately offering them a 40 man spot. So yeah. it would be uh, bad. All right. So that's, that's Hoy Park. And, um, Maybe he starts playing, maybe not. The other two guys that I'm saving for last, because they're not rookies, they're... Well, Rob Brantley, Talking Yanks, biggest fan, okay. and hype video extraordinaire. Go follow him on Instagram. Best might, friend Might remember pod. his nice spring training this BBD year. said there's a good chance he might play against Philly because you'd save Gary for the Red get Sox Gary series. All, all the Red Sox. Interested to see how they treat that. Yeah, I'm excited to get to this Philly game because I think it's going to get ugly. Mm. Um... Okay, Greg Allen and Ryan Lamar. There's two reasons I save these guys for last. One, neither of them are rookies. Neither of them are prospects. Neither of them come from the Yankee system. Two, I really want one of them to be the left fielder until they trade for an outfit. I really want one of them, one of them to shine, help the Yankees get into a spot where they trade for Joey Gallo or, or an outfielder-esque Marte or whatever right. that can help them secure that second wild card or even further. I know that's the little delusional brain talking, but uh, Andujar and Clint weren't giving us anything in left field at all. And when they were giving us something, it was just offense. Yes. We've seen Greg Allen and we've seen Ryan Lamar in short, tiny, tiny spurts, but they have MLB careers and they're stealing and they're hitting and run and they're hitting sack flies and they're making nice plays on defense. And maybe, so I'd like one of these guys to stick for the next two weeks. And, and maybe perform. this is a nice way to tie it in, Jim, with the Trey and Bergie stuff and the 40-man stuff. That does get deep-cut MLB, but these guys are now in that cycle. Um, Ryan Lamar is 32. Um, he is going to play with his hair on fire when he has a chance to play with the New York Yankees, and we've seen that. He's played all three outfield positions already. Uh, because of injuries. He already he, has two walks and a stolen base. He's he's 32 years old. He came up in 2015. Um, he has played 123 MLB career games. Our Trevor Plouffe, who does a ton of stuff with us, uh, he was teammates with him. I, I think we asked him, and 
I don't think he said this off the record, but he was like, you know, Ryan Lamar's a he's a guy. He's not going to lose you a game. He's not going to win you too many games, but he, he's a guy. So we'll see what that looks like. Greg Allen was a dude that when he came up, I think Cleveland was pretty excited for him. They kind of gave him two years to really play. He played 91 games in 2018, 89 games in 2019. Uh, good speed. He, he had 21 stolen bases in 2018. The offensive numbers were never truly there. So that's when it, it, you wonder what Greg Allen's been going through the past couple years because once you hit that 40-man cycle of baseball, you know, Greg Allen is kind of like an open fifth outfielder for every major league team. So if this is his chance to get an opportunity to run around and catch fly balls and make it happen, that would be awesome. And uh, Put together two good weeks at the plate. And like you're saying, as you heard from the stands, I mean, he's played 224 major league games. Like, that's that's significant. And he's 28. So Greg Allen's probably the one you'd circle, like, if someone could stick and make it happen and have things click a little more. You'd think he'd be the guy, but Tilo like out, out. He's sli- he slides right. into that role well, and he can bat lefty. And the Yankees did in the offseason like trade for him, like, right? He was. I mean, the Padres needed the forty man spot. Yankees took him, but they gave up something. I like that as a spin, BBD. It's like they kind of like him. They DFA'd him when they needed the spot for I forget who, but they DFA'd him during spring, but got him back. So they at least half like genuinely like them. There's something there. Can I tell you the between the two of these guys, Greg Allen and Ryan Lamar, they have a combined twenty plate appearances in this season as Yankees. Three games mm. for Allen and four games for Lamar. And Lamar was obviously this was earlier as well. In those twenty plate appearances, combined they have two stolen bases, three walks, a homer. Three RBIs, a double, and five hits. Smallest of smallest of smallest sample sizes, but, like, speed and defense don't take off. So if they can hit at the same clip that Clint was hitting at, or they're better. Right, because they can play MLB defense. That's why they're still in the cycle. Yeah. Very much. If, even if they make a move at the deadline for starter-level players, they're not out of place on an MLB bench. Okay, I've got a couple interesting things that I think we need to clear up. Where are they from? So Ryan Lamar, pretty cool name. Uh, he's from Michigan, a Michigan man, University of. Um, his he fits the bill. His name everywhere it's listed is Ryan M. Lamar. I did some digging. It looks like it's Michael, but... Almost every MLB baseball reference, they just have it as M, period. So we need to know more about that. And not it to is get, Michael, yeah. Not to get myself more on the uh, Greg Allen train, his middle name is Lomac, which is just like, that's a dude's name. Lomac. Greg Lomac. I know nothing about the varsity letter situation. Sure. Do you just get, in high school, you just get a varsity letter if you play for that varsity team? Like if you're played, on the varsity like you team, played. you get a letter. You lettered for that team. So this, so Ryan Lamar, Lomac, letter, had... Tr- Who are you talking about? Lomac's not Lamar's nickname? Greg no. Allen is Greg, Greg Lomac Greg. Allen. How's, where's the Lomac So now we've from? got Lomac and Lamar. What's Lomac come from? That's just a badass middle name. That's Greg Allen's middle name. Yo, I hope you can see my confusion. Lamar Lamac is what I thought was happening. That's why we're in this conversation. That's how we got here. Uh, Lamar earned 12 varsity letters in high school. Okay, so that that's kind of like... He was a four-year starter in one sport. That's not the max. Well, I guess if you can play Max would be 14. If you, no, you, there's only three seasons. Right. There's some schools that do BSE stuff. Like if you grew up in Kansas, they probably baseball, like football, and hockey. And that's so. You think he got four in baseball? I would lean four in each. He got credit for four every in baseball. Year of each four in each. Four in baseball. Yeah, we're Matt. So freshman. Well, so when he was a freshman in high school, he was on the varsity baseball, football, and hockey team. Well, what's four times three? That's twelve. 12. And that's how, how many, many he got. Okay, so he's varsity. So yeah. 
At Michigan the, high school, that's not. Fuck that guy. Freshman year is varsity every sport he plays. A stud. Damn. And, and we talk about this all the time. The, like, Jay Happ's the best athlete in the history of his high school, probably. And you'd say, like, you'd say if you're guessing a loophole, I mean, it's maybe the You played varsity hockey as a freshman, right? Yeah, but I didn't play varsity any other sport. Right, but starting, okay, let's starting now, line too. Let's now be who Ryan Lamar is. I mean, he's, he's playing also MLB in, baseball. He's so also he's in probably, Michigan. He was probably pretty good at that. So we could give him four years there pretty easily. And then football, you know, he's probably quick. They gave him a couple punt returns to see like what he was made of. Mm-hmm. Like he knew they let he him was going to rest for varsity. They knew games. he was going to be the future of the team. So you give him the letter. He set the school record for home runs with 38. Heads up. Was an all-state three times in baseball. In football, he won, st- he won two state titles mm. and made it to three state titles. He compiled 339 tackles. In hockey, he won all-state honors twice and was team captain and MVP in his final two seasons. He's the all-time assist leader. With 96, and second in scoring with 176. I mean, he owned the high school. Yeah. Like, every single season, he was the best player at his high school, no matter the sport. Usually, like, the best football player, you know, might be friends with the best baseball player. And Lamar's like, that's me. I'm both. They look at, you know, usually... You You know, it's tough to quantify in football. I mean, some linemen, Lamar couldn't do what they were doing, you know. He's doing his job very well. See a safety just like Talkman? You'd like yeah. to think so. That's so funny. Because they're the same. Like Mikey T. Um, related, have you done a Google image search of Ryan Lamar? No. Okay. Um, I would appreciate it if you did that. Look at that picture of him in presumably the on-deck circle, no helmet. Hot. Oh, oh wow. Very hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That guy also beats you up. Yeah, and you and you accept. If you yeah. want to show the screen, this uh, this guy is the senior. Uh, it's uh, Harvey from Boy Meets World. Mm. I don't know if anyone Boy Meets World, but this dude beat up Corey in in between classes. Yeah, and rode a motorcycle to school. It's a great look. The uh, the scruff really does a lot for him. He's he's hurting being on the Yankees. Like Talkman, yep. it was more of a play to go clean shave. Yeah, on uh, in that Google search, you can see his Yankees headshot. Too, he looks too too nice. Mm. So that's Ryan Lamar. He was the best ever in his high school. Pretty cool. Yeah, he's, he's probably got a plaque somewhere. Definitely um, baseball field. Maybe probably the, or they're waiting him. till after he officially retires. And baseball field's got to be named after him. Definitely. There he is. Nice glow up for him. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kids, if if you're if you're one of I can't I can only help the young boys here. Flip that hair up. Um if you're Expose just letting if you're just letting it ride and keeping it down, flip that hair up. It's gonna do wonders for you. Just get it out of your face there. It's one of the bitter, bigger Glow-ups from minor leagues to major leagues. Trevor Plouffe would love this. It's a good one. Trevor Plouffe probably knows the guy on the right. That is a... That's a, that's a boy and then the man that bullied him. <laughs> um, and on the other side of things, Greg Allen, only four varsity baseball letters. Oh, my God, Greg. Oh, actually, timeout. It's just later in the article. Uh, he <laughs> played for Coach Kirk Gritz. Wow. He was the Mesa League Player of the Year as a senior when he hit 470. Um, let's see. He also compiled a 3-2 and two record in two saves, 2-1-8 ERA in high school for Greg Allen. I wouldn't have pegged him as the pitching. I don't type. know if He's Lamar could pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Lamar did pitch for the Red Sox. So okay. Obviously, not. they didn't uh, choose that before the game. But. So this is, this is a little red flag for me. Uh at the end of his high school, Greg Allen, well, A, he went to San Diego State, so this is where this is from. Uh, it says com- competed for the Hilltop football squad as a senior. Competed for the Hilltop. So just tried out? 
I don't know. Because that sentence can also be written, didn't just make the team. Just went to some practices. You competed for a minor league just team. Ran, yeah, I sure did. Yeah. Um, and a uh, little talking Giants ad here. It looks like his cousin was Dwayne Patman, uh, who played football at Michigan. So we've got another Michigan connection, this time from Greg Allen. And he played for the New York football Giants. So Bobby's gonna be all sorts of excited. I does 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 baseball reference usually has this weird page where you can find weird connections. Weird science. I think it's I don't know how to get there, but I just usually Google it's like baseball reference Oracle. Oracle, yes. But I don't think they even have what I want. Like I want to see like has Greg Allen and Ryan Lamar ever played against each other. They have had they connect teammates mm. to people. Yeah, they connect they teammates when okay. obviously they're teammates right now. But they've had to have played against each other because I don't know because there's not a lot of games. You might be able to do a... In 17, they were both in the AL, but Lamar only played three games. BBD, you're recruiting. They played against each other because in 18... In 18, Lamar played 43 games for the Twins, and Allen played 91 for the Indians. It had to have been an overlap. They had to, yeah. I wonder if they've ever gotten each other out in the outfield. BBD and Jim, you're getting recruited. Yeah. San Diego State, Indiana, Fresno State, Iowa, UC Irvine, and New Mexico. Where are you going? Say them one more time. Yes. San Diego State. Yeah. Indiana. Fresno State, Iowa, UC Irvine, and New Mexico. Iowa or, like, San Diego State's the obvious answer for everyone. Should choose yeah. that because of party school. But I wouldn't have really like San Diego. Diego. I wouldn't have graduated, and I don't like San Diego weather. So, like, mm. for me, I think I'm taking Indiana. I do like San Diego weather, so yeah. I, would, I would take it. That's a hot take. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I like seasons. It's funny that they listed... I don't think I want to live there long term, but if I if it's going for college, I'll get four years of that. I would have never graduated. I knew friends that went to San Diego, and I just wouldn't have made it out of there. You'd been great on the baseball I field, though. Yeah, yeah. you're, you're smarter than out of me. There. No, I'm just <laughs> sexual. <laughs> I was gonna make a don't have friends joke. So these are the new Yankees. So there's your new Yankees. One more Ryan Lamar update. Mm. Um, Trevor Plouffe, longtime wearer of number 24 for the Minnesota Twins. Mm. Uh, the first person to wear it after they separated from Trevor uh, was Jaime Garcia for his, like, one game as a twin. So that's funny. And then the next guy to wear it, the first position player after, was Ryan Lamar. I think it was after their time shared in Oakland. So maybe now Trev doesn't even realize he has beef with him. That'll be interesting to bring up. I'm going down, like, a stupid Google search to see if they've ever flied out to each other, which doesn't matter at all, but I thought of it. Mm. And I think it'd be a, just Found an interesting clip to be nice like, here's moment. Greg Allen flying out to Ryan Lamar in mm. 2018. And, like, everyone's like, okay. Yeah. Well, I nobody don't, in the audience find and tweet that. I don't We're going to get that. Yeah, I'm on, like, a big hunt, so it's 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 bad. I don't like my life. I'd assume hmm. that's before a stack cast time when it would have been easy, to, or it's easy to do it on Savant. That was hyperbole and misleading. I do like my life. I've been very happy lately. House, baby. House, baby. And you know what I started doing? I started daydreaming about fall. And my favorite Mm. time of the year isn't fall. It's the weeks before fall or months before when I can think about fall. Like I started daydreaming about my backyard and and turning colors and like throwing on a sweatshirt and doing some yard work around the house because that's like kind of my dad did growing up. And then uh, Halloween in the town, everyone goes crazy for it. Maybe Halloween was filmed there. So I am uh, happy lately. Look at that. Just thinking about fall. It's legal at this point to start daydreaming about it. It's still a month and a half yeah. away, but that's totally legal to start. With, with the so. move, you're so. you're getting it a few weeks earlier. Yeah, the move than, does help. Yeah, you that's a great would. call, BBD. Yeah. Otherwise, move, I think, otherwise, I think I would. Otherwise, I would DX, say, but I would it's say a new wait environment. A the trade deadline it's is usually when I start dreaming of right, right yeah. after that. Yeah. New environment receive the catch counts. Yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah. Mid August, generally speaking, the move accelerates that. So what else do we want to do? I just told Bobby about Dwayne Patman and it's Greg Allen's cousin. Just getting run on the Yankees, and he said, "Right on." 
Yeah. So let's go. Huge for talking Giants. Okay. So you want to do anything else? Well, I think we got to guess the lineup. And I think uh, you know who might help us do that, Jim? Who's that? Manscaped. Manscaped is everywhere. They're cleaning everyone up, man. Big time. I mean, they're uh, they're talking about the Olympics, the Euros, baseball, couple major championships, golf, concerts they even throw in there. We don't talk about those enough on here. No, I mean, concerts have kind of been suppressed. I've been listening to music a lot. On three, what do you think Ryan Lamar's first concert was? One, two, three, something. Kid Rock. Detroit. It's from, it's from Michigan. Okay. All summer like long, that. Kid Rock kind of works. Rite of passage for a young Michigan. He's older. And before he went, he shaved his balls. Yeah, of course he did. Because you go to a Kid Rock concert in Michigan, there's a chance your balls are coming out. And if you want your balls coming out, you better go to Manscaped, make sure they're clean. You don't want to be the one with your balls out and then everyone's like, that's gross, dude. Trim it up. With Manscaped. Lawnmower 4.0. Yeah. Uh, Two million men worldwide are using it. Wow, that's pretty good. Treat your pubes like the Olympic gold. It's a good way to live. If you do that, you're going to have a well-maintained downstairs, and other people in your life will appreciate it. Use promo code YANKS at manscaped.com. It's 20% off and free shipping. And it, like, improves. It looks better. (laughs) Your dick and balls. I was hurt. I got better. I got better. You made me better. That's a quote from the movie Seabiscuit. Red Pollard really wants to race on his favorite horse, Seabiscuit, again. He was hurt. So was Seabiscuit. Owner was really nervous to let him ride. He had to go to Iceman, George, jockey, get his advice. He said... You know what I think? It's better to break a man's leg than his heart. Let him ride. And then he stopped talking. He is a quiet guy. You want to guess the lineup? You want to do pitching stuff? Because this Philly stuff is going to be yeah, bizarre. There's a lineup stuff, stuff going on. An early pitching path to victory, which you can check out more on the pregame show coming up at 4 p.m.-ish when the lineups come out. We have no idea who is pitching tomorrow thus far. Right. I think they're going to call up Davey, even though he's been awful and they don't really have faith in him, because they want to set their four best pitchers up for Boston. Their four best pitchers, they don't even have four of them. They have, th- they have three. They have Cole, Monty, and uh, Tyone. That's their three. Being rude to someone right now. If Nestor's healthy. Nestor's been good. Well, I don't, we don't know if he's healthy. Right. That's what Not I was getting to. Right if now. Nestor's healthy, I think they use him for Boston, and they don't even use him for Philly. Right. That's what I was getting to. So, Nestor's been – those are our top four. So, we don't know if Nestor can come off the IL from COVID or not. But if he could and he was available to pitch tomorrow, I still don't think they're doing it. I still think they're going to ride Davey and bullpen, which means today – I think it's like Mingo, Litke, Sessa. Tomorrow, Davey, Chad, Luizaga, Britton, Chapman. That's what I think they're going to try to do. Yeah, I I think the only thing where I might disagree from you a little bit is I think they'd be willing to use the good guys. They'd be more willing to use the good guys today than tomorrow to bring a rested bullpen into Boston. Um, and they're so, facing the better pitcher, even though he's been poor lately. Yeah, I mean, Nola, he's been very good against us. Uh, he's in a tough stretch right now. They are facing Matt Moore tomorrow, who he's is. If there's a pitcher we can get to, it's him. But yeah, and Johnny, Johnny Luizaga, like he's joining the team today. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they use Domingo. It, you got to think it's, it's, three innings and then see where you're at and let them ride. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you have a fully rested bullpen, so you could also 
you know, if you're going to reverse engineer this and they believe in Chapman right now, Chapman in the ninth, you go Chad in the eighth, Britton, Britton, um, you get an inning out of him, Johnny Luizaga. So, I mean, there's four innings of guys we like, and a couple of those guys could go two if you want to go two with Chad or Johnny. So, I mean, you can make this half a baseball game if Domingo can go four. So I, I think there's a chance they do that. That's obviously if they have the lead. If they don't, couple bodies in the Yankees bullpen right now. Albert Abreu, Brooks Krisky, Nick Nelson, um, Justin Wilson. I didn't mention Litke before, which he's still kind of... Right now he's a tweener between the naughty list and the nice list. Um, but yeah, and interested to see how that goes down. I, I think, and unfortunately, because this is where we do agree... It'd be much more important to win the second game and bring that energy into Boston. I think if they win tonight, you could see full, full punt, which sucks. Whatever slop guys they don't oh, use man. tonight. I mean, Davey to Nelson to Krisky to Albert. That could be both days. Yeah. I think our dream it's is... The, it's the is, other risk you run. Dream is probably get... Bingo through at least five... Six would be cool, and hopefully you're up big enough to be able to burn Nelson. They could use some big leads. Or they can go, if it's could kind of close, they might leads. do Sessa or something. Could you use some big trust. leads. Sessa, yeah, they can. If they need the game a little bit, you can go to him for some. Man. But I also agree with they might be pretty willing to use good guys tonight. They could piece together a game today if they wanted to, and that's what we'll find out. But early lead, big lead, change. <laughs> it's it's insane how much an early lead or a big lead in one of these games changes the outlook for the next six days. Which, as we started, is a huge impact on this season. Did you find the flyout? June sixteenth, twenty eighteen. Ryan Lamar flies out to left fielder Greg Allen. It's a routine. Yeah. Let's like, see. How did this come okay. about? Did somebody like Ninth inning, twins are up 9-3. Peak bad guy look, well, by the yeah. way. Oh, he gets a hold of it. See, they're going to put it in place. It, it's easy. Drag it's a solid catch, catch by Greg Talk about trying to hit corners and you have to be perfect throwing pitches. You really Brandon Geyer, that was a position player pitcher. They hit ground balls as well. How about that? So Geyer's thrown. Okay, found it. Geyer looks much more like Geo than I thought. Geyer? Barely know her. Excited about that. I found that. Six-run game? All right, Someone so in that the chat did throw that out there a little bit ago, and I forgot to mention it because we were talking. We were in the middle of uh, an ad. Well, Jimmy found but it. I'm really glad you got to find it. On his I own. was going to say, did you see the chat? and do a, He found it before I did? No, he didn't no, no, find no, no, it, no, 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 but he found a box right. score, and I wanted to give him credit for, for How did he do it? Probably, probably the same way you did, but he wasn't doing a podcast while trying to do live. It. Thanks, PBD. I appreciate that. Treat me your method. I ended up just using the video search. I just did. I that worked. I searched for all of Lamar's flyouts from against 2017 Cleveland. to 2019 against Cleveland, and then he had four of them. One Who of them was to Greg Allen. Yeah, yeah. You want to do the lineup tonight? Tonight's lineup versus Aaron Nola. Okay. Guess this bad boy? It should be DJ LeMahieu batting first, playing third, right? It should. They're facing a righty pitcher for everyone that um, wants to know that. The righty doesn't, his, you know, Nola's splits aren't much different against the handedness. He's pretty balanced both ways, but the Yankees will use that because they think that matters, even though they don't have a bunch of lefties. When they do have lefties, they throw them in a three-hole. Sure. Stan two, right? Yeah. He's still been doing that. Mm-hmm. DHing. Oh, door three. You gotta think Rugi three, right? That's what they've Big been doing. Game versus a righty. Yeah. Um, he's hot now. Gary catching and hitting fourth. Fourth. Yep. Yep. Glaber five. Glaber five playing short. Now, this is mm-hmm. where it gets fun because are mm-hmm. they gonna go Gardner five? Because he's a lefty, and now you have your lefties separated, or Gardner six, because now you separate your lefties and get in seven. It doesn't really matter. Right. Who, who's going to round it out? Allen. Is it Allen and Lamar? 
So this is where things will be interesting when the lineup comes out. So the options are Lamar, Tyler Wade, Park, and Florial. Three of those guys hit lefty and are facing a right-handed pitcher. The other is Ryan Lamar, who's also played Major League Baseball. Man, so I really the wish- outfield's going to be Allen, Gardner, Wade. I'd I'd like Tyler Wade. I I will say this, like you know, we've just done a lot on Ryan Lamar. If you do have these lefties at this point in the season, like, and Wade kind of deserves it. He made he's been our best defensive outfielder all year. Like, let him slap it around. Wade, not trying to say Wade's been incredible or anything, but he's one of the few guys who's more or less done everything you've asked from him. <laughs> now, expectations. Now, if that's what they do, if they go Lemayhu Stanton. Lefty Odor three, Gary four, Glaber five, Lefty. I'd put Allen six. Why is Gardner need to be six? But they'll put Gardner sixth. Yeah. Um, getting seven, and then it's going to be two lefties at the end there, and it's going to be Allen and Wade. Well, Allen switch so he can. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you put him there, and then they're fine to. Um, Pinch hit Wade with Lamar as soon as Nola's out of the game. If right. they bring in a lefty, they're fine to do that. That's my guess. Um, so park later if you want to do Lamar against not a righty later. Yeah, I mean whoever it is, Florial's on the team again, so never mind. Allen can I can I present to you a crazy theory? I would love that. Can I present to you a mind-numbing question? Yes. Any chance they use today, knowing the Boston and Tampa at Tampa? Right at Tampa, at off Boston. day in between. Okay, but knowing that stretch is coming up, is there any chance yeah. that they use it as a double off day, yes. sit Glaber and play Park at short? You can't. You can't sit Glaber after back to back Homer games. No, I, I know no. you can't. That's that's not. A, I thought you were going Rob Brantley, and I do think that's in play. Which changes the whole dynamic of the lineup. I don't think that's in play. I also hope to death they don't sit Glaber, but no. this is that's their MO. They don't care about hot and they just care about stretch. No. I would say there's one percent chance they do that today. I'll give you one. It'd be the most frustrating thing in the world, but yeah. they've done that to us a lot. It's not out of character. To do that to Glaber Torres after right his now. first half would be would be the worst thing they've ever done. As an organization. Finally. Would be a worse thing they've ever done as an organization. I think they like did that to Didi a bunch back in 2019. Worst thing they've ever done as an organization. But, yeah. Confirming Tampa is a road series. Turf for the audience. So, all right, are we in agreement then? The outfield's going to be Allen, Gardy, Wade? They love Wade off the bench so much. I mean, that last outfield spot, I just have no idea. There, like, I can see them go Florial. Florial had a start this year. That's what that's what I was going to say. And that's the better. The Boone, the that, Boone quotes that we alluded that to. That would be the Yankee he move. Talked about, he talked about how he's happy <laughs> Florial's getting regular at-bats and AAA That, that right would now. be the Yankee move. Like, kind of saying how much Florial isn't ready, and then he gets to start tonight. That would be the start year. against Aaron Nola. Would they put Florial in center then? Move Guardy to left and put Allen in right. I think they've Probably. been just rolling with Guardy <laughs> in center. When Florial's played, he's Florial's played, played center. Has he? I, have he I and Gardner played the, in the same he's lineup? Got the naughty. It's a great, they, they it's a great two question. Games together. Got two games. They played two. He's played two games. The Florial uh, Florial's only started one game, and he was in center, and Gardner didn't play. The Florial Guardy overlap. Because we talked about Gardner and Tilo and. Same applies yeah. to Gardner and Allen. Right. In theory, you would get Gardner as few innings and center as he can, but I think Gardner has quotes about if he's going to play and it's not Hicks, he might as well be in center. The key's comfortable there. Aaron Hicks, man. Doubleheader Florial. What a game. What a gamer. Yeah, both his games been so Gar- one of the doubleheader. Gardy came in to the doubleheader this year that Florial played, and Florial was in center and Gardy was Gardner in left. left. Okay. So there's some data there. Want to hear the lineup when Florial made his MLB debut as a starter? Okay. Doubleheader versus the Mets? Or was it yeah, 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 no, doubleheader versus the Mets. Mets. Hell of a guess by you, or knowing. It wasn't seemed like you knew wow. it, not guessing. It's only one game to remember. Um, 
Do you think you could guess a position besides <laughs> Florio and center? Like, guess Mike Ford at first. Yeah. Okay. Voight Keep DH going. That day. Voight DH. Yes. Did he lead off that game too. Yes. <laughs> How do you know that? Oh, because Ford. I wouldn't. Well, well, they they had that a period where they DH'd Void a bunch God. of times. I don't know. Did Wade get a start somewhere? Second. Started at shortstop. Moved to second. Glaber get in late. Had a boy. Glaber didn't play. It was Luke Voigt let off yeah. as the DH. Clint Frazier batted second oh as the right fielder. Brett Gardner batted third mm. as the left fielder. Gary Sanchez clean up Mike Ford fifth. Miguel Andujar batted uh, sixth and played third base. Mm. And Jordy Mercer replaced him off the oh. bench. Oh. Esteban Florial started. Aaron Hicks then pinch hit for him. Tyro started yeah. and Wade. Voight, Frazier, Gardy, Sanchez, Ford, Andujar, Florial, Estrada, Wade. Is that just a day off for DJ? I mean, I wonder what we said on the pregame show. This was last year. Florial season. Tyro Estrada raking this year, by the way. But if you take out that game. Yeah, he's lost that game. <laughs> he's had a couple now. 16 games, 343, okay. 410, 896. Nice. Man. If I, if I remember, we're, I think both games of that doubleheader against the Mets hurt. I think they both were pretty heartbreaking. That so was just a green home. That was a devastating one time. of the games. It was a yeah. devastating loss. And then I think they like they salvaged the second one or something. Well, this one they were up. They were up four nothing after two, and they lost six to five. Chad Green uh, got got when the Mets had a the Mets had a tip on Chad's pitches. If you remember, yeah. so Alonzo Homer, uh, Smith Homer, mm. Marisnik Homer, Cano went deep fly ball, nice. and we found out afterwards that they had a tell on. Uh, on Chad's curveball. Was that Oops. that was a five game set they had, I think, right? There's a doubleheader Sunday. I think they had the they had the, the game they won, walk off wild pitch, they did nothing to earn it. The next game of the doubleheader, the Yankees were up three to two going into the last inning and the Mets walked them off. Rosario clipped uh Chapman. These are good memories. Mm. They won the next game two to one. They won the next game eight to seven, and then they won the next one five to two. So they didn't lose the series after those first that terrible double sure. header. Yeah. Wow! I remember we went to I think we went to the New Delhi for that last game because we were here. It was a Sunday doubleheader. Ooh! Hashtag wow. Mems. All right, everything else is good. We got everything we wanted to say. A little meet Makes the sense. new Yankees. Um, to reiterate at the front, because we kind of briefly did this. Like next week, we'll do a full trade episode and and see where we're actually at. Because I think the next uh, six games really dictate if they're going to go after people that they think can actually help the Yankees this season versus if they're going to go after people that may be able to help this season but definitely are going to be part of the next couple years as well with options and all that stuff. You know, multiplayer, multi-team kind of trade situations. Need an outfielder to get through the season. I think a true rental, a guy that is only going to come over for – 2021 season and right. not be on the books for 2022 it's be is com- completely out off the books. Dep- yeah. unle- uh, anyone that, unless it's like, you know, Lance Berkman, where you're like just hoping and clawing you get something. Well, that's, uh, again, that's where trade value comes into play. Like Jock Peterson, a rental, was just traded to the Atlanta Braves. It was right before the Yankees' COVID situation went out. They traded their 12th prospect, uh, a guy, a Big first baseman who was hitting 200 in single A. That's where I could see the Yankees doing that because, A, they don't have a ton of prospect capital, and, B, it's just so low risk that it, it can look like Cashman made his move. Not going to give up anything that'll hurt. Right, yeah. you can criticize. Farm system's going off right now. We're lit. The whole Chuck. All the minor leaguers are up in, like, you. Cash might want to – Cash in on some of that because maybe bombers. Know, a lot of the minor league players two. Are, are having great seasons. So there you go. All right, I, I agree. Early earlier point you had about Gardner probably going to bat six tonight, but him ninth, third, towards the bottom. Allen up would be nice. Be nice he's been doing stuff because yeah. he hit. The argument would be they like Greg Allen for double leadoff stuff or even Wade for double leadoff stuff. Gardner does that too. So why isn't Gardner steal? Like, like did Allen and Lamar just remind right in front of Judge. Yeah, I got that too. But like now, Guardy Steele, it's not on base. 
<laughs> does he have any? St- does he have any steals this year? Gardner. I would guess he has two. Guess he has Greg, a couple, right? But Greg Gardner, he's one stolen. One. He's been caught. He had three last year. He had three steals and three caught last year. I don't. I mean, it's thirty-seven. That ball in center the other day. I mean, I think two he's years ago, Brett Gardner catches that. Year. Not sending him, and it's not. He's in front of Judge Stan, DJ. Yeah. So put Allen. If Allen's gonna try and steal, put him at six. I could pretty easily do a hit and run thing with him and Guardy. How about a little hit and run the other day? Hit and run was cool. Hit and run was cool. I guess it's bad when it doesn't work, but that's anything. Yeah. Mm. Okay, guys, we will see you tonight tonight for the pregame show. Hopefully the lineup is, who knows, it can't be good, but, you know, hopefully. I don't think there's a way you walk away. Interesting. Yeah. See ya. Oh, Yankees.